The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. That was aggressive. There it is. Unnecessarily so. March 20th, 2021. It's the first day of spring. We're live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and we've been working on a new flavor wheel for cigar tasting. We have it here for you. We'll go through that and a whole bunch more. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Michael Jackson was quoted with respect to our new flavor wheel, uh, and he said, and I quote, hee hee. Ah. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 11th year, almost 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog, at thecigarauthority.com. Yeah, you do. Okay, first cigar of the day is um, an orange band. You don't see a lot of orange bands out there. It's got a couple of circles is on it. Is it be flavored? It's going to be flavored. What do we got here, Barry Stein? Well, today's first cigar is C.O. Jones, a.k.a. Cajones. And it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic. The size is a 6x50 Toro. It features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Dominican binder, and fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and a single cigar will set you back $6.49, while a box of 20 is $109.99, which is a savings of almost $20 or 15% off the box price on TwoGuysCigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. We're the only ones that have it because this is made just for us. Hmm. And this was a cigar that I created uh, with white bands on it, and it had no name on it. And no name on the box either. It was the no-name cigar. And we had a contest where if you bought a box of these cigars, we had them out of singles. Somebody would try a single. They like it. Buy a whole box, and you get your name, whatever name you want to name that cigar. Uh, you get to put it in there, and we're going to just have a drawing. And assuming it wasn't something terrible, we would use it. And Dan so you, Jones. You went with Cajones. I went with Dan Jones. You know Dan Jones. I know Dan Jones. In. I know him well. So Dan Jones comes in. He ends up winning. And I said, Dan, what do you want to name the cigar? And he said, I want to name it after my Uncle, Uncle Carl. Carl Jones, Orlando. Carl Orlando Orlando Jones, Jones, C.O. Jones. I said, okay, C.O. Jones. I make the cigar. They're laughing at me at the factory. I have no idea. But C, period, O, period, Jones. Take the periods, I'll put it together. It becomes cojones. Hmm. So I darkened the O's on each one to have the two. Barry, what do you got going on here? They say that I look like the Blues Brothers. 
I don't know. They Both think, of them they at think, the same they, time. They think there's a Dan Aykroyd sighting, so although, I put him back on. Although, I'm too cool for this stuff. What do you got going on here? <laughs> Casey Carter wants to know if Barry's hungover. Yes. Yes, yes I am. <laughs> is, that, is that what's going on? Uh, I'm better now than when I first came in this morning, right. but I just put him now, on to be a wise-ass because so, that's who I am. Balls. This cigar has balls. It does have balls. And, and it kind of worked out because it's a very full-bodied cigar. Well, that's what I was Dominican Puro. No. Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Dominican binder, and oh, fill this in right. the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. All right. so but I'll tell you right now. What, was it this strong before it was named? Yes, it was. And the Dominican in here is the Dominican Lajero. Oh, God. So... We know oh, what no. we're going to do after. It causes, acts as a laxative to Jonathan and I. And, and I, thought we, went. I thought we'd have it first on the show. And now the race is on to see if we can make it to the end of the show. But it actually does. It, does. it acts as a laxative. So let's give it a cut and light and let the games begin. <laughs> it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friend at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo... Cut out the federal S-chip tax, and they actually lowered their prices. Pernomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. True story there on the Pernomo uh, thing. Don Brennan says hi. Don Ooh, Brennan. Don I Brennan. I miss Don Brennan. Me too. Uh, I miss our little talks we used to have in the humidor. Yeah. yeah. No, no. He uh, out of the business and uh, moved to South Carolina, North Carolina, to uh, Carolina. Raleigh. Raleigh, North Carolina. Yep. So Raleigh, I believe, was near Mayberry when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't know if there is a Mayberry, but they every once in a while they would want to go to the big town. They would go, yeah, we're going to go dressed up and go to Raleigh. <laughs> I still watch it. So I'm Do you? TV, yeah. Frozen string beans. Uh, I'm going to say foul because that's not on the flavor wheel. Oh, that's right. We have to use this flavor All right. wheel. So we have a new flavor wheel, and... Um, what we did is expand the flavor wheel like we said we were going to do. So there's another big circle around the flavor wheel. And around that circle is many, many more, uh, twice as many, actually, as there was before, two times the amount added to what was already there. Jalapeno poppers, because you take the, the white membrane out of the jalapeno, you lose a lot of the spiciness when that happens. So you essentially have a slightly spiced green pepper. So you got a jalapeno popper. But you just scoop the guts out of it, and you just nibble on the, the jalapeno. You think so? He, he was actually closer with the frozen green but beans. Freaking frozen green beans there. isn't even on here, I so I got to go with the best I can. Yeah. So what we're doing today is we're only going to use the outside part of this, only in pink, right? We just, just get it from there. Now, if you want one of these wheels and play along with us, what do you do? You're going to go to the cigarauthority.com, and on the right-hand side, it says, click here to get your free tasting wheel. It's going to take you to a page. You fill out the form, and we will email you a link to download the wheel. They get it pretty instantly. Instant, watching. Instantly, Instant. within 30 seconds. Instantly. And it's the only way to get it. I mean, okay. the last time we did it, a lot of people called, mailed me one. The only way to get it is to go to the cigarauthority.com. And that's for no other reason than you're just lazy and you don't want to print them then out. Then you got to fold it. In. It's going to cost Dave a stamp. Or if we send it with a box, you got to fold it. You want it, it's, you, you want it and you pristine. Could, and and then could, you put a three-hole punch in it, you put it in your notebook. Could you also what are we in the third grade? screen share it and... I mean, 
screen capture, and then you just got it on your phone as a picture? You could do that too, yeah. And your picture? Is, what is it, a PDF? or? It's a high-quality JPEG. Ah, all right. Oh, so you could store it on your phone. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's a high-quality JPEG. Yeah. It's not one of them low-quality no one ones. ones. <laughs> we spared no out. expense on no the JPEGs. <laughs> no expense. Speaking of sparing no expense, we're going to light our cigar today with the Lotus Chroma. The Lotus Chroma features single action. Oh, this is the fancy one. This is 50 bucks or more. Dual jets fueled by the Chris patented Chris. Vertigo big-ass tank. You got easy adjustment at the bottom with a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of 39 99. That is the Lotus Chroma. Ask for it by name. And it doesn't seem like it has a big ass tank because it's thin. Ah, see, but this is what they do. They trick you with the thinness. Wouldn't that be the perfect lighter to light a Cro-Magnon with a Chroma? Yes, Cro-Magnon Chroma. Yeah. It's a good You could actually contact them and get his logo (laughs) put on this. I would it, think that's a good idea. There we go. We, we get hook up two of our guys together, mm-hmm. and that's the way. That, that's how business happens. <laughs> that's how it happens. So, yeah, today, as we go through taste profiles of here, we only go in the pink, around the edges here. He keeps and, saying in the pink, Barry, yes. and I keep cringing over what you're going to say. Well, I'm about to pick out two in the pink for my flavors. <laughs> well, in that case, I'll take the one in the stink, and we're... <laughs> We'll be shocking people across I the country. I see what you're doing. <laughs> the outside. So the way the flavor wheel really works is this plant, this spice, this earth, this fruit, this nuts. That's the flavor wheel. Then it extends from there. And the way we had it before was on earth, you could have mushroom, graphite, minerals, must, salt. Those are all earthy components of with it is now we extend from there and then you have mushroom but instead of mushroom it added on to there it could be black olive or beef and with graphite it could be sharp cheese and garlic and because uh, how many times ed sullivan have you eaten a, just a piece of sharp parmesan and you said you know what this reminds me of the number two pencil the insides of a number two pencil it's never happened it never happened oh it happens to me almost daily don't huh. you get socks sometimes Dirty socks. Gym socks? Yeah, gym socks. What does gym have to do with anything? Gym. Gymnasium. (laughs) Gymnasium. Um, I don't care what his last name is. Speaking (laughs) speaking of gym, Jim V says there really is a Mayberry. It is Mount Airy and near Raleigh. Just like Mayberry, it has an annual festival, and some of the original cast shows up there. Really? So you might have a vacation destination. I would there. like to go there. Yeah, and you should. Get, get a haircut <laughs> at, at, at Floyd's barbershop. And Floyd wasn't quite right. There was something wrong. No, there was him. something more than something Floyd, wrong. Floyd, in, in the last like two, three years, yeah, all he was seen is sitting in the chair, never standing up. He had broke his back or something like that. Well, I didn't mean physically. Physically, there was something wrong. Pervy to yeah? me. Yeah? Really? Oh, yeah. Something off about that man. Like Mr. Haney from Green Acres? <laughs> I, I live in this world, just so you know, of, of the sitcom world. It's funny that he's, he watches nothing but me TV, and he's yeah. on me, we, the social media. It's, it's all not funny. Me. It's he's, not a coincidence. He's obsessed with himself. <laughs> It's not a coincidence. Okay, so now we have the now we have the flavor. There's there's a whole bunch of weird stuff here, including some of our favorites. 
a listed in here. Pasta Ooh. water, I like that one. Chinese pea pods. Yep, they're in here. All, all our favorites are Potato in here. Potato skins. Cinnamon Chinese pea pods. Yeah, yeah. That's what this is. I'm getting a little over-toasted pea pods. rye I've toast. I've seen them on the plate. I've usually pushed them away. You have what? Over-toasted rye toast. Hmm. Little, little, yep. You little had to dial on nine yep. and you didn't realize it. Yep. You try to Absolutely. Scra- scrape some of the charcoal yes. off. No <laughs> butter on it. No. <laughs> no butter. It's not, not like it was a pop top with butter. This Have is. You ever put butter oh on God! It's so freaking good. Have you ever put the show started on so well. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. You're kidding yourself. So what I want to do is send this into Cigar Bliss, which is the book we talk mm-hmm. about. Um, they, you also brought up the game. Uh, we the have the Pro, Pro Palette, Palette game. Yep. I don't know if we've ever shown that. We have. Yeah, we yeah. have. Yep. Um, but we, we did a tasting last night with uh, scotch and um, different cigars, and uh, we brought on the... Dave left early. Yeah. So we sold every one of ours out. We had a whole bunch of these, $300 for this set, um, the Pro Palette set, but you can still get it from them. You can get it at propalette.net, but you can get the Cigar Bliss book through twoguyscigars.com. Yeah, so the book, which is, I recommend, get the book first. If you, if you read the book and you geek out like unbelievable over this and you say this is the best thing that ever happened to me, then you go to the... Well, by the, the, pro the, book, the book is certainly one of the best things that's ever going to happen to you as far as being able to understand the hows and the whys behind you, what you taste. So what we were doing last night is as somebody was picking up a certain <clears throat> flavor and somebody else wasn't picking up the flavor, you'd go get the you flavor. pass the vial around and you say. you get it, open it up, and you say, okay, now just some of these things aren't going to be listed that we end up having. Again, we're taking it to the extreme now at this point. But what are you getting for flavors here? Is there anything happening? This for me is riding the line. And, and Barry's not far off with the right. over-toasted rye toast. But you could even... So what do we have in there that would be close to... A, no, no, we have, we have to stay in the pink. I know, but is there any flavor in there, in the uh, pro palate, that would be rye, toast, um over over there there is nothing in the uh <clears throat> pro palette kit it, the pro palette kit keeps it simple you have to yeah so we so what we have to do is make the extreme one and we have to put the um the pretzel and the pretzel little pretzel yeah there's definitely a little pretzel, pretzel. Yeah. With, with the salt bavarian hard pretzels yes not the soft pretzels. of course if you had a rye pretzel i think you're, you're on to something no, there's nothing really here. When you that... were in New York, you used to get the pretzel in the cart. Oh, yeah, and the yeah. dirty water dogs. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've never done the dirty water dog. I'm too scared. What What were those? Sabret? Is... Uh, Sabret was the big one. Yeah. Then it changed over the years, but Sabret was the huge one. And then you had the uh, chestnuts on in yeah. the winter. Yeah, yeah. I find the chestnuts gassy. And every now and then <laughs> you'd find the cart that had the knishes. That was the home run. Really? Because oh. you need the dirty water dog and a knish. Sounds delicious. <laughs> so I, that all went away, COVID, right? All those guys had to mm-hmm. pack it up. You don't even think of those guys, right? Think of them. Think of them today. Put them in your prayers. <laughs> the guy that was doing the dirty water the hot, hot dog. dog. What was what are you doing today? 
Why is it a dirty water hot dog? Did they use it out of the tap water? No, nah, because there was, water? there was always, you know, the thing of A, where does the guy go to the bathroom when he's out on the street for 12 hours? <laughs> yeah. And B, how often do they change the water in the tank? So it's always referred to as the dirty water dog. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Gre- greasy, dirty, floating water. You'd never eat the thing. First off, you wouldn't eat a hot dog. You'd look at this and you'd say, no yeah, way. There's this no thing isn't way. a bath of filth. There's uh, no way. And the hot dog carts used to be in a central location just inside Central Park, right next to the horse barns. Hmm. Ah, what so the hell yeah, does that so have they, to do they with They kill the horses and they make the dogs. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Fenway Park sausages, right? That, that grill doesn't get cleaned all season. Mm. You can probably find an onion from opening day somewhere on there. Which That's is why they, of- they get better as the year goes right, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it passes through generation to generation. So there's nothing in there that you can, uh, you can detect any of the flavor note? Nothing? Not nothing, but... All right, no. so so where are we on Barry's thing? So I'm I'm looking at pretzel, which is um, Italian seasoning. No mustard flour, mustard flour. You must have added that one in. I mustard did. flour. What is mustard flour? It's that yellow flour. Uh, when you make mustard, you don't. You could use it to make mustard, but you usually would add that to something like a uh, the roux of a cheese sauce to add a little depth of flavor. I don't know what it tastes like because I don't. It tastes know like that. mustard, and it's flour. But you have but mustard. So you mustard. have mustard on here. Why is mustard different than mustard flour? Mustard flour is different, and there's no vinegar in mustard flour. It's just the mustard. Mm. Um, stone ground wheat crackers. A little bit. Oh, I mean, that's bit. that's where I, I, I was kind of playing between. And isn't the, it funny that jalapeno that you mentioned earlier is next to it? Right. So jalapeno and I think not jalapeno and stone wheat cracker is where I would have gone had Barry not said rye. They're very similar. Yep. And then we got some black pepper and spice. So here's here's where we are. Here's the the sweet spot where the cigar is right now. Early on, Ian is is not butt kicking me yet. And I got the, the over-toasted rye toast with a hit of golden, spicy, yellow mustard. Wow. Huh. So now the mustard's coming in from the pretzel. Yep. We have the mustard. So Before you know it, you're going to have a sandwich back. Yeah, I think what's going or, or on is we, that we, got two, we with- got two fat guys that are <laughs> addicted to carbohydrates, and that's all they can think about because they're both on diets. No, he's, he's living back in New York when he would nights and have go and have the pretzel in, the, in, in there. <clears throat> He said he, doesn't, food he said he doesn't miss the uh, the breads. Right, no. but not right now, but by the end of the show, he's going to miss By the end of the show, I'm driving to New York. I'm going to find a place. By the way, Rudy wants to know why you're especially jackassy today. Mm. Rudy, I have no reason. He has a reason. I'll leave that out. <laughs> oh, for being Maduro, Mr. J. Oh, get yeah. the hell out of here. Maduro There's no Jake. such thing. There's yeah. no such thing. There's only Maduro Dave. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he, he's having He was a today. little Maduro. <laughs> this morning. Yeah. Which, which this morning meaning 15 minutes ago. And Scott minutes. Baker says it's mustard powder, not mustard flour. Uh, you call it what you call it, and I'll call it what I call it. Well, just so you know, when you get this thing and you see that, I had nothing to do with that one in particular. <laughs> we had I had some blank spaces, and I said, help me here. And he goes, oh, that's mustard powder that goes there. I'm like, okay, I don't know what that is. He goes, it's perfect. It's not perfect. I already found a mistake here, right? No, no, it's perfection. And that would be near where where white pepper was in pretzel. So 
it's in the it's in the right category, but I I don't know what that item is. Well, I have some in the cabinet back there. Look I'll at your pumpernickel, which isn't far from um, rye. rye. Would you say pumpernickel is close to rye? Yeah, I, mean, I think pumpernickel mm-hmm. is they a have that, marble of rye. Is yeah, it it's not? marble rye, which is part pumpernickel, part rye. Okay, because mm-hmm. when I do get rye, I'd rather get. Um, the, the pumpernickel, the, the marble. marble one. Yeah, I like the marble. Mm-hmm. Marble rye. It's a little. As long as the rye has seeds, that's all that matters. That's that my version of surf and turf. Is the marble <laughs> rye. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Now this is going to start kicking in. Is this care package? Yes, it is. Yeah. So this is a this is a cigar that deceives you going into the cigar, not thinking that. It's, it's no, a I can feel it. Yeah, it's starting you, to, it's starting you, to you kick up a little bit. You look at it and you bit. go, all right, it's probably medium-bodied. But, you know, in your world, it's probably an eight or a nine. In our world, it's a six or a seven. Yeah, it's going to ramp up, I promise you. I'm at six right now. I'm just hitting the, the tips, it, it feels like. This is a cigar that will make you literally shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> this gets so strong towards the end. Um, it's, it's Dominican Lajero. It's got to be because we found this in uh, a lot of things. This is um, Hochi Blanco that makes this. He's um, He shares the tobacco field with La Flor Dominicana, who uses Lajero, mm, yep. Dominican Lajero also, which is very full-bodied. This one just looks, for some reason, the outside wrapper or something, it's toothy and it doesn't look like it's a deceitful cigar. You're not going to assume it's as strong as it is, but it's strong. As the name implies, coincidentally. Yeah. Coincidentally. So, all right, let's take a break. And um, when we come back, uh, we got more to talk about. Uh, We have pronunciation flaws that somebody uh, wrote into us. We're going to get into that. And uh, they more than wrote into us. They did the speak pipe, right? We'll get into that and more. Uh, We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. 
crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit DiamondCrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Christoph. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar-making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back. We're smoking the CO Jones. Mr. Jonathan Carney back in Florida, I think, uh, making the moves. Uh, people are starting to gear up. I think the cigar industry is starting to come back. They're doing, um, the, in May, is the TPE. From what I understand, it's a go. And uh, IPCPR is a go for uh, June, July, early July. July. Early July, everything's a go. Oh, hopefully it's the weekend of the 4th again. That'd be it's great. right after. It's after the 4th, so that's better. But, um, yeah, hopefully we get this whole thing back, back in order. Today is the first day of spring. The weather has warmed up here already. It worked perfectly. I looked at a 10-day forecast. Looks like in the 60s, 50s and 60s, for the next uh, 10 days, so we're here. We've got hit with April 1st uh, snowstorms we have, before. But it's not going to happen this year because we've had enough of, it, of everything. That means we are going to get clobbered because David has been wrong about every single aspect of the coronavirus. I did. You I heard did. it here first. I was a non-believer. 
Right. You called an end to it a year ago, I right? Did. Almost exactly one year yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah, and this week I said, we're not going to get shut down. Uh, that was um, um, Friday the 13th, 13th of March is mm-hmm. when we got shut down. I said, it's not going to happen. I was talking to you mm-hmm. and Ed saying, no way. There's no way they're going to tell me I can't let people in there. Mm-hmm. And it happened. Yeah. I can't believe what we've been through, but uh, we got through it. I think we got through it. Can I call it yet? It's over? Nope. No? Not nope. yet. Nope. You are not allowed to talk about it anymore. <laughs> You're bad luck. <laughs> there, there will be a spike from the spring break, and then it'll go back down in the summer. And We're running out of people to get it. Yes. So, but yeah, if you look last year during spring break, that was what spread it throughout the country. And governors they don't across, know that. governors the, across the country the, yes. are getting caught faking the numbers. Uh, the, the stats have not been reported properly through this whole thing. You got two tests this week. Yeah. Both of those count as a test. Each one is its so own test. So what does that mean? If you tested positive, which you didn't, but if you yeah. tested positive, that would be two positive tests that happened, and they would make an argument, well, that's two extra cases. No, yeah. it's only one case. And even though I tested negative on two, they said you still should not do anything, lock yourself in the house and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, it could take seven is- days before you test positive. And it was already ten days since yeah. connecting with with somebody that had it or whatever. So ridiculous. He's locked in his office, anyways. Oh my god. Okay, so uh, last week I brought up uh, a problem to everybody. I told you uh, that I have this uh, disability, which is uh, <laughs> pronunciation and spelling. And um, you, you'd think after somebody comes clean and tells you of their problems or something, it, it right. lays low or something. But no, that's when they come out to get you because they know they get you when you're down. They know what your your problem is. So they, uh, on SpeakPipe, and yes, I did say it right, and I have it written down, so I said it right. It's not steam pipe. It isn't. It should be. What about stink pipe? Stink pipe is my pipe. favorite. Yeah. yeah. But it's speed pipe, and I have it written down. I want to make sure I pr- pronounce it right. So <laughs> you said speed pipe. It's speed pipe. <laughs> you know what I mean. Go back. Go back on your rant, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what, what does this clown have to say? All right, let me click on the button. Greetings, gentlemen. I've started listening to your podcast again after a few years hiatus, and I am very much enjoying. The show, its content, uh, the information you guys give, the camaraderie or the repartee, which you enjoy with one another. And I've also noticed that you uh, take kindly to constructive criticism. And I just have one because, in general, I I really enjoy the show a lot. But as a show and gentlemen who are largely considered by its audience to be experts in the field – I think it's an important thing for you guys to make sure that you really do pronounce words that are specific to cigars and or the industry correctly. Uh, on the last show that I listened to, you were talking about the intemperance BA, Brazilian Araparaca tobacco used. And you were struggling with it and saying, I think, Arapaica, something like that. But some simple things like that or saying dos hombres versus dos hombres. While it doesn't necessarily negate what you're saying, people wonder, or at least I do, you know, if they're making a mistake on something that's relatively simple, maybe they're making more mistakes that I just don't know about. Kind of brings your uh, expertise into question. Anyway, I don't want this to be a down, like I said. 
I very much enjoy the show. There are far more things that are good than are negative. So thank you for doing this, and best wishes to you. Bye-bye. All right. So, so he's on, on the Dos Ombre front, it's your cigar. You can call it whatever the hell you I want. I named it. Yeah. So in Spanish, uno, dos, not dos, mm-hmm. dos hombre. Yeah. You frequently do say dos hombre. Right. Okay. But I thought that's what you named it. As do I. It well, that's because you hang around with Yeah, him. I hear him yeah. saying it, but that's being a little nitpicky but, on that one. But I, but as Ed says, I named it. So if I named it dos hombre, it is correct. And even though the... <laughs> the the person that wrote the wrote the word, right? I wrote the word, or yeah. it's like uh, Saka's "Todos Las Dias." That's incorrect. Correct. But he right. did it on purpose. Yeah, but I, but I didn't. And, and I, I, I got it wrong. And to I'm, be honest with you. And <laughs> I am offended that he said I said Ali Paraka wrong. And uh, I am proud of how I say it. I even knew how to spell it in the spelling bee with Skip Martin. That's right. And he's saying it's our Paraka. No, it's not our Paraka. Ari Paraka. And I think Barry sent me the the correct pronunciation, and it has to be right because it's on the YouTube's. Yeah. Let so me see this if is what this YouTube plays. Pronouncenames.com. Say it. Arapiraka. Arapiraka. No, Ari Paraka. Ari Paraka. Arapiraka. Arapiraka. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. You say it however the hell I want to say it. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know Do what? we have the correct? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a different language, and, you know, that's half the words in well, the cigar and, industry. And let's be and honest. I can't roll my tongue like that. You're not that. that good with English either. No, no. You mispronounce English yeah. words. It doesn't make you any less of an authority. I do appreciate the fact that he made a very nice shit sandwich. He said nice things. Yes. And then commented about how he largely likes the show. He took at the a three-year hiatus off. For first off, so I wonder what that was all about. Mm. Three years off in between. I don't think he listed how many years. He just said he <laughs> took a hiatus. Three years. I don't think he said three years. I think he did. I don't think he did. I think you heard we, that wrong. Let's hear it again. You want to hear that yeah. again? Let's see if he says our piaka right and and three year. We have to listen to the whole thing. Just greetings, gentlemen. I've started listening to your podcast again after a few years hiatus. A few years. A few. Years. And I few is three. A couple is two. A few is three or more. Yeah. It's a few. It's three. All I said was he didn't say three. He implied it. That's it. <laughs> <sighs> and a court of law is on the jury. I would say guilty. Yeah. There we go. I guess so, I'm guilty. So that's the more important question is... Not that I say Arapiaka and I don't roll my tongue as well as um, that lady did, but um, why has he taken three years off? Is he a quitter? <laughs> Obviously not. He came he back. Gave he gave up and he back. came back. Happy to have him back. A uh, short prison sentence? Maybe. Maybe there we was something know. there. Maybe there was something where, where uh, he got into a big brawl for telling somebody they couldn't uh, pronounce something correctly, and the next thing you know, it turned into a... A big problem, and he did a few years. I gotta wonder. Time. I gotta wonder if people know when the when they write in or when they do the speak pipe thing, 
that we're going to shit all they're over. going to get shit on. <laughs> like, is this why well, some people don't a, write in? They, they're writing into us. He shit said on us. nice things. Oh. Yes, it's you know, and gave one constructive, constructive criticism. Here's some constructive criticism. Here, here's another theory. Maybe it's he, it's, it's been on me lately. I didn't mind it so much when it was all about Jonathan. Sometimes right, Barry wants you in need a while. to start writing in and shitting on me more. I'll take it. Now, maybe, no, it is what it is. Maybe he used to listen in his car, and his car got repossessed. And you he had you to- think after I'm 60 years old? You think this is the first time I'm hearing I'm pronouncing words incorrectly? Been hearing it my whole life, my whole life. And do I like that? That's the way it is. No, I, w- I wish I did it better. But right. Everybody has a complaint these days. Everybody's complaining. Because they've been in the house way too long with this thing. Like Barry's about to start complaining. We got to get out. We got to be able to be be with people, and you know. Besides uh, stink pipe, Jim Collison says, "Don't ever appear on the show either." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I gotta say, killer. So we we messed around. We messed around on Clubhouse Monday on Clubhouse. There we go. Wasn't I surprised to see Jim Collison jump in on the call here? Uh, and it was great. Yeah. It was great. So that's something that well, we're going to. He was there to see what we were doing wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> and to be able to write to us and say, you guys, oh, my God. <laughs> we're a train wreck and you can't help it. Yeah. It pops up on your phone and you go, oh, I got to get this. Oh, I got to get this. <laughs> this is going to really be something. Dave's going to be driving around with a cowbell making noises in his, in his car. We did the drive home. That's what we did. Uh, oh, yeah? Driving home Monday night, lit a cigar, got in the car, and did we, you just tell the car to drive I you did. home? I yeah. did because I was trying to figure out how to do the thing as it was going on. Yeah, and we just all jumped on for the first time and did this thing, and uh, there was Jim, yep. along with five of us or whatever. Yeah, and then on Thursday night we got together and we did cigar community community mm-hmm. so this is us on there the cigar community or just cigar community cigar community cigar community that's who we are and i don't know how to make it an official room yet oh I'm really struggling with that part but all right so uh we went on there and we we had uh dan from rhode island yeah come on um and a bunch of people that we knew a bunch of people five or six of us and then somebody that was yeah about uh 15 minutes before the call ended uh random steve jumped in yeah this guy, and steve. uh so we made a new friend. And, his uh, name was Random Steve? or No, no. He was Random, oh. and his name was Steve. Okay. Was he Lobster Steve? He had a lobster <laughs> picture. Okay, a picture of a lobster, <laughs> which you would think Boston or something, but no. he was in California or yeah. something like that. Somewhere out there. So was yeah, there any- I mean, I, I saw that come up on my phone, and I thought, I could join that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I want to be associated with it. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> It's a, it's something in in the works, but I, I I was all right. It was fun. Yeah, like we don't already have enough going on with a two hour show and an after show. Let's add a drive home. Yeah. And the the killer Ed Sullivan is that the protocol on this is you mute your mic when you're not talking. Mm-hmm. So then everybody ends up muted and no one's talking. So I leave mine open now, and I got to fill. The moderator. I got to fill time. Fill. Yeah. But there's there's just us, so I'm feeling time for the sake of like feeling I've time. Like I've been doing for eleven years, <laughs> eleven years. After oh, next week, twelve. Heavy, years. heavy is the cross that you bear, David. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know what's been happening to Jonathan lately? He's been starting to live my life. These things are happening. You saw him this morning. I saw him. Is angry because he didn't. I get went what he Maduro, wanted. Dave. Yes, yeah, I went Maduro, Dave. Dave. But because these things are now. 
rest upon him. him. And you have to appreciate me more of than course, ever. Of course. Of course. What I would like, though, is when he pushes something off his plate that it's not four feet above my head because it, <laughs> it gets up quite the inertia. But, boy, once it ends up happening, they can see. Oh, <laughs> oh I see what you've been going through. How, how did you deal with that and all this stuff? I said, you're the fucking one that did it to me. Uh, hey, uh, Jonathan, Jim yeah. Collison says, second chair, Mr. J. It's That's, your job. I know. I know. Thanks for pointing that out, Jim. I don't know what I would do without you and your obvious statements. <laughs> oh, good. All right, let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. <laughs> Some of you may know that those who live in Utah are unable to shop for cigars online as the state has banned online cigar sales. Now Utah is taking things a step further by looking to ban pornography in the state. A group of lawmakers have proposed a bill that requires cell phones and computer tablets to come with a filter that prevents the access of online porn. The bill was passed this week, and now, ironically, it heads to Governor Stephen Cox, who will deliver the money shot or shoot a blank. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. Oh. I don't know what I would do without my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Number one thing, search on Pornhub by Utah's lesbian porn. Huh. Searched by people in Utah? Yep. That's their porn oh, choice. Utah is the, is the Mormon. Yes. Okay. So this, this is where the problem with church and state, mm -hmm. you know, this is where the problem ends up, uh, ends now, up being. Can, in Utah, can you, you can certainly have more than one wife, but can you have more than one husband? No. See, that's sexist. Mm -hmm. That's sexist. Do you want more than one wife? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Do you, do right. you want even one? I don't ever want one. another wife, ever. No. Never. I don't get it. I don't get that whole Mormon thing. I think you could... Seven-bedroom house, one in each bedroom. You pick which room you <laughs> retire to at night. Retire. I think for certain things it would be cool, but the it, it's the bitching. You're, it's you're, the bitching you're, you're that I wouldn't want. You're thinking of a woman back in the day, and here you have your cook, and you have your cleaning lady, and it's not, it's not <laughs> yeah, now instead slaves. Of it, it's in, not. Instead of them being one person, you spread that workload out over seven or eight of them. And do they get jealous of each other? And what happens? They can all them? join in. <laughs> I'm it's for not, that. A little polymer. You think it's all about sex. That's all it is. Live, you, live, you have to live with them for the-, the Yeah, other, no, no, no. I don't want that. I want to have my own house. 23 hours- 58 minutes and 30 seconds, you still have to live with them. <laughs> I appreciate you giving me all you gave me there. There we go. Um, hey, next week, uh, the the 11th anniversary show, that means we have completed 11 years. Yes. Is that correct? We've hmm. completed 11 years. And, and this week. will be the first year that when I say now in its 12th year, you won't try to correct me because you'll understand how That's that why works. I'm asking the question. We'll right. see. So, he still is going to do it. Yeah. That is now in our 12th year. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is the longest running, and we have never missed a show. Correct. So 
I think after we do the 12 years. We've take done, a week off? Let's take a week off. No, just, I'll just get to break it. No, I'll get anxiety. I can't yeah. do that. I can't do that. I'll do the because show. Because no one's ever catching us. And if they if they do, we'll be dead by then. It'll be a long time. We can't what is be, the next thing after podcasting? I, we, all we needed was ten years. We've completed eleven. Yeah. We've completed. It's yeah, but we're going into twelve. We got to do the twelve. We got to go for the dozen. Yes. Well, and I'm then the there. baker's dozen. Jonathan, maybe Clubhouse is the next thing, right? Maybe. I don't, I don't like that it's so. not recorded, though. I like to be able to go back and listen to Dave's mispronunciations over and over again. Right. Yeah, there'll be no proof of anything. Like, I can't go back like no. we just did, and you said he didn't say three years, but he said a few. Same thing. It's a win. <laughs> All Same right. thing. Um, so I that, feel like... A, I'm really looking forward to that. That's next week. Followed by that, we are going to have the annual... Cigar survey, the second annual. We've only done it once, but we're going to do the survey. We've got to put those questions together so I could get that ready to go. Yes. Um, and um, this is when all the manufacturers now are interested that COVID's slowing down and the spring weather is starting to come up, and we're going to have some live guests. Back in the old days, bring in some people in here and face-to-face like the old days and have a cigar with somebody instead of uh, virtually, and we start bringing some people in, and uh, that's happening, and we're starting to fill up. As a matter of fact, one thing I want to bring up is uh, we'll make the announcement right now. Make sure you say this right. Go ahead. Paella. Paella night. Paella. It's spelled really weird. P-A-E-L-L-A. Yeah, paella. Paella? Paella. Oh, there's no L. Paella. Two L's together makes a Y sound. Yeah. Paella. Oh, really? That's how yeah. that works? Yeah. Instead of ooh, like it does. And a Y is a J sound. Yeah. So I don't it's, know. it's unfair. <laughs> but the whole thing is unfair. But the but good, anyway, the good thing is night. the good thing is that J is pronounced G in Dave's world, so it's Gusto Aroa. No, he's he's been doing it right for at least a year. So Husto Aroa <laughs> that starts with a J and Paella that starts with a P that is P. Yeah. Okay. But the L's is Y. Right. So please well, yeah, have, a, have a little little compassion here. Paella night with cigar chef Husto Aroa. Huh. He is the guy going to make the paella. He's going to really? come up here and make, I don't know, they'd use the giant wok. It's a special paella pan. It's a paella pan, pan okay. is what it's called. Which is probably a walk. It's a shallow. It's, called a, it's like a shallow walk. Yeah. A shock. From You, you know Justo Aroa from Aladino Cigars. He's coming up. We're going to have a great night with him where we're going to, each person will get six Aladino Cigars, all different. And we will have paella and sangria. That's nice. going to be the night of it. And it's happening here at Two Guys Smoke Shop, right at Studio 21 on the second floor on Thursday, April 29th, 2021, 6 p.m. Advanced tickets are available right now at this moment, and I'm saying it, uh, and not before. This is the second uh, that we can do it. Uh, Advanced tickets, $79.99. It is a limited uh, event because we're still not completely out of the thing where we could have as many people as we want. Um, well, but, they have lifted restrictions on how many people can gather. So you can have your maximum occupancy now as long as social distancing is adhered to. Which, which right. dropped from six feet to three feet? <laughs> in school, that schools, but it's still six feet for anybody we, in high school or older. Yeah, apparently okay. COVID but, doesn't travel as far in schools. Okay. 
but we've done cigar school in here. All that. right, then you're a school. So I can do three feet? It's three feet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to figure ways around everything we can you're- possibly do because that's part of it. But um, paella night on Thursday, April 29th, 2021. And he will stay in town for a few days after that. So we will have him on the show on the May 1st show. And we're going to talk about farming tobacco and hopefully um, that new um, Abuelo cigar. Hopefully ah. we will have that then. It's going to be down to the wire if it happens. If it doesn't, we'll smoke. Musto's always great with soil science. He's big He's on He's pretty that. good with that. Yeah. yeah if this- that Abuelo's not here, we're going to have Maduro, Dave. This, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, it, it, it's got to be right when it comes out. It has to this be right. cigar is right now at an eight for me. Here we Whoa. go. Oh, Here we go. my God. Yep. The heaviness on the chest. I got a little tingling in my fingers. How, how's this the is, sphincter? You can, I can start feeling the fillings in my... In yeah. My, mm-hmm. All right, That's it's, a, it's an eight. This yeah. is like licking um, a nine volt battery, right? Especially now. with the retro hail in place. Without the retro hail, maybe a, a notch lower, but the retro hail makes it a full eight. I don't know what. So it, it must cross in the halfway point because we're not much further than the halfway. Barry's a little further down than mm-hmm. us, but we're we're about the halfway point here, and and it is beefed up to yeah, it's the, kicking. The, yeah, uh, I like when, this when you cigar. get down to the band, it's crazy. That's it. A little straightforward on its flavors. There's not a lot of flavor changes going right. on, but it, the flavors that are there are extremely enjoyable. And strength-wise, this is right in my wheelhouse. Well, flavor changes. I have some shop ginger. Hmm. Yeah. Not ginger ale ginger. We're no, talking no. about when you when you slice some yeah. ginger and you put it on there, and that thing bite, is biting your tongue. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel the yeah. tongue bite for sure. Yeah. A little crystallized ginger, maybe. People that smoke a pipe, they get that tongue bite mm-hmm. happens with this i mean this is sharp and bitey and too full for me yeah i don't i don't at, smoke a pipe i know i heard that <laughs> yeah, the astral, yeah don't huh? like it you had a pipe episode i haven't heard it yet but uh, i did the whole episode under protest it's supposed to be a cigar show no it's the ash holes so any kind of ash? Any ash. What, are we smoking Marlboros next week? We're going to do a show no on cremation. <laughs> Everybody bring an urn. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Cremation. I got my, I got my dad. I can bring him in. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I do. Maybe I bring him for Father's Day. We, oh, nice. We, we have no father's. We have no father and son event scheduled. Bring your person, dad. And I could bring my father. Would that be wrong? <laughs> I like it. I don't know. What do you think? Doing a event with your dad. It's a little weird. Yeah? It's weird. Then this is me saying it. I'm weirded out by it. Yeah, it would be weird. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just... The new Garofalo comes out, and I bring my dad, (laughs) have a cigar with him. Maybe we can do it with Jonathan Sugar Daddy. Yeah? What? Who's that? Dave, do you have any of the Griffins left? Cause I do. Well, your dad likes those. Yeah, but I don't have enough for everybody. No, no, but it's just for your dad. Yeah, which yeah. we're going to get into in the after show. Do I need enough for everybody? When I- A little morbid, but when I die and I get cremated, I told my wife I want her to go to a place I hang out, uh, Two Guys Nashua, open up the urn, and I want everybody to use the urn as an ashtray. Add to it? Add to it. <laughs> 
Don't my you think there'll was, be enough in there already? So on the Saturday show, first one I miss and the urn comes in, you guys are going to use it's the urn. It's getting smaller and smaller. The urn can get smaller and smaller because Barry is shrinking Barry. Yeah. Have you noticed, guys, that are watching on Facebook or YouTube? Barry is pounds. shrinking. I've gotten uh, emails. Yeah, 92 pounds. 92. Mm. Holy mackerel. You know, my wife was asking my me waist. just this week what she should do with my ashes. <clears throat> I said, don't worry. Just have them keep them. Add them to the pile. You don't have to take them, right? Just they go into a... You bury ashes? What do you do? I'll put it in the trash. I don't care. Yeah? You're gone. That's it. That's it. Now, one, one thing I like about this cigar, what I liked, it's now officially at... It's too strong for yeah, the, it's too strong. the amount of flavor that's happening here. Um, what we smoked yesterday for the scotch tasting with Bandolero, what I love about that cigar is that there is a lot of aroma, which gives you a lot of flavor, but you don't have a lot of strength. This cigar is a little weak on the aroma, but heavy on the strength. So for those guys that are leather tongues that are looking for something that is almost strong for the sake of being strong, this is a good cigar for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And is this the size? What did we smoke? Toro. We're right? smoking a six by fifty. Toro comes in a Robusto and a Churchill. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to start with a Robusto. That's too much out of the gate. Yeah, <laughs> it actually get milder as you go into the into the sizes. So you get a Churchill, it'll take you a while before you mm-hmm. build into that strength. Robusto is going to kick you right in the face right away. Yeah, because yeah, no, this was right at the halfway point. It turned in a hurry. Yeah, yeah. I warned you. I told you that was happening. Uh, I'm going to warn you about something else when we come back. Right now, we're going to take a break. And uh, baseball season is right around the corner. So there is a new cigar to celebrate opening day of baseball. We're going to talk about that in Cigar Journal. Um, I have the new Cigar Journal here. Awesome, awesome um, issue that's here. We'll talk a little about that. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority Podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, Every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Certain general warning cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. 
You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine. Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named a Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hello, this is Huster Aurora from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. Baseball season is right around the corner, so a new cigar is out to celebrate opening day. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. I have right here, those that are uh, watching, they can see it. Those that are listening, this is a uh, box that resembles home plate. Um, and it's an idea from United Cigars. Uh, Oliver Nouveau, who is the biggest baseball fan I ever ever knew, um, such a fan of baseball, uh, named his son after Fenway Park. Um, 
that's what's in his office, all baseball stuff. He had an arrangement with his uh, with his wife where uh, she would kiss him on the balls and he would kiss her on the strikes. <laughs> wow. Well, I don't know why we had to go there, Barry Stein. Who, that are, was... who are you? Wow. <laughs> Yeah, even even Barry didn't like that. No, um, he loved it. <laughs> <laughs> He's mad that he didn't think of it. Um, but this is um, the Green Monster, and those that um, know baseball know that they—that's uh, that wall at uh, the field. Fenway Park. Yeah, Fenway Park. Uh, Fenway Park left field is the Green Monster, and um, Asylum is making it, and it looks like the wall. Of Fenway on one side, it looks like home plate on the other. You take the top off the box, and there's nine cigars in the box. They because it's nine innings in baseball. He put a lot of effort into this. All the numbers and strikes and things that are on him have something to do with him. And um, nine cigars laid out in here. And the size of the cigar here is a six by seventy. Ah. It is a green monster. Yeah, it it's is. all candela. So. Uh, where were you? I, I got it on you now. Oh, you got it on me. Okay. So uh, six by, there's a, a six by 60 and a six by 70. This is the six by 70 I have in my hand here. And um, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it was Ed Sullivan that said, we're going to have to smoke those cigars. <laughs> I got good news for you and bad news for you. The good news is you don't have to smoke these cigars. Ah, good. The bad news is we don't we can't smoke the cigars either. Really? So uh, Oliver asked them not to be smoked today, and um, he'll be putting out a press release. Why? But the press release that came out about this cigar is uh, with a year behind us since we had the opportunity to visit stadiums to cheer your favorite athletes. United Cigar decided to bring out a stadium to you. The launch of the new Series Unidas collection will be shipped to retailers next week um, for opening day. Teaming Christian Aroa, Tom Lazuka of Asylum Cigars with the Green Monster Cigar line that pays tribute to the Boston Red Sox and Fedway Park. A collection uh, of oldest old ballparks is what this whole thing is going to be all about. 6x60, 7x60 Green Monster, limited edition, uses an Ecuadorian can, uh, Candela wrapper, Nicaraguan binders and fillers. Nine cigars, as I told you. Um, the sound of the ballpark has always been a big part of Springs, says Oliver Nouveau, Director of Operations of United Cigar. Now we have the Asylum to Smoke on opening day. Opening day is April 1st, 2021. Um, so the cigar has come in and ready to ship, and everything's a go. Uh, got a call from Christian Aroa that said, um, hold on, um, we have an issue. Hmm. So all of us said, okay, we have an issue. Is there anything wrong with the cigar? Nope, there's nothing wrong with the cigar. Why are you um, whispering? Because now I'm trying to be... Make it, make it sound like it's um, okay. Um, I'll whisper too. Yeah. <laughs> now, now it gets. Um, what do I want? A drama. Drama. Uh, so hold off. Don't smoke it. Um, and all the retailers that ordered the cigars uh, have been contacted and said they are not going to be shipped. Um, and he will put out something um, later this week. Hmm. Um, with with the answer of what it is, there's nothing wrong with the cigar at all. It has to do with 
nothing to do with Fenway Park either. They don't have hmm. a problem with it. So uh, I'll leave it up to him uh, on that. So we had to pull an audible last minute. And um, this is something I've been saying, I want some, I want some, I want some of this cigar. But every time I go to get some, gone. they're gone. Barry, what do we have here? Well, we're going to smoke the second cigar, the Tabernacle, which is made in Nicaragua by Foundation Cigar Company. We're going to smoke the David and the Goliath. The David measures 5 by 54, the Goliath 5 by 58. And they feature a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper over Nicaraguan binder and fillers. The David will cost you $12.19, while the Goliath is $14.19. But a box of 25 is $269.99 or $314.99, respectfully. And uh, it's a savings of about $33 or 12% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. I'm just glad that those prices were respectfully done. Yeah, I meant respectively. <laughs> a lot of respect. <laughs> respectfully. Give yeah. us our audience something to write about. Yes. <laughs> um, all right, so there's a David and a Goliath. We have two of each. There's four of us. Normally, I let you guys go first, but I'm not doing it because I've been waiting to smoke this cigar Myself, because my name is on it, I have to smoke the David, which uh, is smaller than the Goliath, obviously. I'm right? going to go last on the pick because it doesn't matter which one I pick. Either I'm putting David in my mouth or I went for the big one. So yeah. I'm um, going to leave it up to these two knuckleheads see, to for, pick what they want. For me, I've had enough David lately, so I'm going to take the Goliath. All right. And Barons, which would you like to stuff in your I, pie hole? I would take the uh, Goliath, just so you can have your fantasy come true. <laughs> As mentioned. All right. So, um, you know, I had to get this because not only is my name David, but I wrote a book, David versus Goliath. Did I ever bring it up on the show? No, no, you haven't. We had no idea. Seriously? No, you never did. Are you joking, or I never talked about it? I've never heard you mention it. Are you, are you joking? You did six weeks in a row on it. All right. It's <laughs> week seven. David versus Goliath. This is for brick-and-mortar retailers. It doesn't matter if you're in the cigar business or, or, or any business. It is the little guy against the big corporation. The it only is. way that someone wouldn't know that you wrote that book is if they started listening in the last six weeks. That's the only way. All right. So here it is, David versus Goliath. <laughs> you can find this on uh, Amazon and all the book places, which is so weird because these are the Goliaths I'm talking about in the book. How do a little guy compete with somebody like that? Um, but they sell it. and. Some of the little bookstores don't, so right. that becomes some of the problems, and you'll see your product mix is what matters mm -hmm. in there. But it doesn't matter if you if you got a hair salon, a, a, a um, bakery, or a cigar shop, right. um, which and is where I got most of my information. You know, the stink pipe guy probably didn't know about it because he took a few years off, three to be precise. <laughs> We're going to cut right? our he cigar wouldn't know with about He it. wouldn't know, so there he is. Can the official cutting be brought Rod, to us by Perdomo Rod, yet? Rod, um, Where'd my cigar go? Oh, here it is. <laughs> wouldn't it be something if I lost the cigar? I guess. It would be riveting. <laughs> All right, so this is a Perfecto. It's pointed on both ends. It's a double Perfecto. Would that make it a double Perfecto? It's actually a Perfecto, but... Some people call it a double perfecto because it's pointed on both ends, but a perfecto is any cigar-shaped. We went through that last week. What are you doing, Barry? 
I uh, snipped it before you. Okay. Because wow. it's time to cut our cigar. <laughs> the official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo Cigars is the brand, while all the other brands were raising prices and nobody had cut their cigar, Perdomo cut out the federal ship tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Like every other thing you do at the absolute last minute, you put everything off that you possibly can until tomorrow. I'll do it after lunch. Not anymore. The only thing that you got to wait for is the cut. I broke out of that habit. And you know what I did? About a year I, ago. I waited and cut my cigar with the cut this mm. time, too. Mm. I cut it because somebody wanted us to do it there, but I screwed it up, and I thought, let me give it another try. And well, Because this, I'm using the jaws, I could latch on right. just where I wanted to. This one's an easier one, yeah, too. Yeah, it is. This is somewhere between... Very uh, tight draw. Very tight draw. Usually until you get past Correct. the nipple. Tea, yeah. hay, grass. That's where, that's where we're playing right now. Do we have buttered popcorn anywhere on this list? Because I'm getting buttered popcorn. No, you have to read the list first. Yeah. Then you say the thing that's on there. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so freaking good. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? If you haven't, then I think you should. I mean, it was close enough. It was buttered popcorn. We're going to light our Pop-Tart. cigar you know. today with the Lotus <laughs> Chroma. Jonathan seems discouraged. The Lotus Chrome, it doesn't even matter. Who cares? <laughs> it lights your cigar. It's two jets. The jets are fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. The jets are also angled, so you have pinpoint accuracy even with both jets. Easy adjustment at the bottom and a flip-out bullet punch, all for $39.99. Ask for the Lotus Chroma by name. So as soon as I lit it up, it opens right up, mm-hmm. and the drawer is good. It's amazing because the draw was so tight. I wasn't going to, as this picking flavors out, I couldn't pick flavors because I had no draw. Mm-hmm. And I do like the packaging on these. It's kind of old school tied with a ribbon. Mm. Very nice. That's why Jonathan likes it. He, mm-hmm. he saved that ribbon, ribbon for later. Okay. A little roasted corn on the initial light. Roasted? So there's popcorn. Now he's got corn. Yeah, and he's not he's not far off. I, it's there. I got really? corn. You're gonna give butted, it to him. Butted corn, yeah. roasted. It's roasted. Corn. More than boiled. Much more. Oh, yeah. Roasted. Much more. You can't roast anything in in the the pot that you're boiling it in. You know, it's got to be dry to roast. No, right. It's not boiled corn. It's roasted corn. Tastes right. way different. It does. Okay. Here's the... It's never going to hold up anyway. You know Cigar Journal magazine. I got, I got Sunday to read the whole magazine. Nice. Fabulous. Fabulous magazine. I want to make sure... Um, I tell you, it's issue number one, 2021, spring. First day of spring. Today, here's the magazine. It, it, it's on bookshelves uh, or wherever uh, Cigar Journal is sold. The cover of it is uh, Alan, Alec, and Bradley Rubin, Alec Bradley Cigars, and Alec and Bradley Cigars, two different companies. We talked a little about that during uh, conspiracy, uh, what's going on there. Celebrating 25 years. That is a big milestone. milestone, 
Um, they, they got in there early. You're seeing, now you're starting to see a lot of companies at 20 and 25 years because this is the cigar boom days 25 years ago. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe that it was that long. I've been doing this for 36 years now. So imagine that 25 years ago. I remember they came out with um, cigars for golf courses. Hmm. Um, what do they call when you, you get to play an extra ball? Mulligan. Mulligan. I believe maybe it was Mulligan was their brand or something like that. There was something that had to do with when they first came out. And um, they had all flavored cigars. And did they have the uh, Triangular Box Press Trilogy? That was during the cigar boom when they they were already pretty big at that point. But I'm going back really at the very, very beginning when they started. Uh, We did very well with Trilogy. I wonder, that never made made its head back in there. It's time again. Uh, Alec and Bradley, you can uh, bring that back because um, most people aren't going to remember the, remember that right. cigar, and it will be new and new and hot. Mm. See, now here's the problem that happens with a cigar like this: yeah. the nipple doesn't have enough combustibility, so no. it doesn't stay lit. You got to really pay attention to it. There are some people who clip that nipple off just to make it, it easier. I'm against it too. I'm a big, big nipple fan. Don't cut them off. Don't cut them off. Okay. And this one has bigger nipples. Than the bigger, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Than like a short story or something. Those ones are pretty narrow. That's a snub, a snout, uh, snub nose nipple. Yeah. On the short story. Um, it's a pronounced nipple. So what I, you know, you think I know what's going on in the cigar industry? Reading cigar journals is a little different because this is worldwide cigar news, not right. just stuff that's happening here. International Enjoy a Cigar Day, May thirty first. Hmm. I will probably have a cigar that day. I'm going to do it too. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to join both of you. Good, sure. I'll make it unanimous. They have in here um, United Kingdom Cigar News Roundup, worldwide cigar news. Some of this is it helps you look into the future of what's happening to cigars because some things launch in other countries right. and then come here. It was the same when I was in the music business that there'd be some songs or, some, or an artist or something that makes it in one country and the next thing you know they come here and you already know everything. If, if you're reading this magazine, um, it's going to help you with it. 60 blind tested cigars. We are all four in their blind testing panel. Very interesting to see when the final number comes yep. out. I, tr- I like to go back to my notes at that point to see. I'm going to tell you, it's never been more than one or two points in yeah, either direction always, ever. It's always very tight. Um, and we're always pretty close with each other when we compare yep. notes after. Yep. Um, there is, uh, again, sometimes a cigar I never heard of that ends up getting highly rated, and I never even know what the cigar is, and I try finding it. Chameleon cigars. Never heard of it. 93. They're hard to rated. find on the shelf. Yep. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because like chameleons. Huh? Do they change colors? <laughs> A great article you have to read, Mr. Jonathan, Relative Humidity. Yeah, I saw that in there. Yeah. Um, they, they, they go uh, narrow and deep on these subjects. It's great stuff. Smart chips confirming counterfeit cigars. So they got this new smart um, thing, Humididif. Humididif? The company, we get those little humidifier packs on. Humidif. Humidif. Um, Palette Liberator story, which is great because it's Nick Coutreau, yeah. Pro Palette, He's Cigar good. Bliss book that we talk about. Nice article about him in there. 
pairing bourbons and cigars. That was my favorite part of the magazine. There we go. Um, fermenting process, respect the time, and they explain uh, that going through. Um, blind test training. Ah. Huh. See, really I'm good. a little bit behind the eight ball because this just landed in my store today. You right. got a copy from another yeah, store. Yeah, I took it. Yeah. I took it home with me and read it cover to cover on Sunday. Awesome, awesome issue. They they only come out with four issues a year. Uh, you should subscribe. Gives to you plenty it. of time it, 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 to read it. it. It's not like the fluff well, of other. No, other, there's real content. In yeah, it, so it takes good time. Stuff. Each page I turn, it's like okay, that could be a show. That could be a show. Right. Um, and you're gonna, you're going to look at that relative humidity thing, and you're going to say okay. When Dave's not here, this is what a show I want to do on. You want to <laughs> dig deep on something, that's going to be it. But let's dig deep on emails now. Um, that stink pipe thing didn't count. Right? That's no. not an email. <laughs> and you could tell he turned the page because he's back to pronouncing it incorrectly. Much to everyone's disappointment, we're out of soccer balls, I think. Yeah, this, uh, this week's e- best email of the week is brought to you by H. Upman Nicaraguan. And this week's prize is the backpack cooler, the cigar rest, and the ashtray, all H. Upman themed. Okay, backpack cooler. So you got a backpack on there. Throw you, your six pack in the backpack. Really? Yeah. I think. I think. Nothing like walking around with the, with booze on you. <laughs> Attach a straw to it. Remember the hat back in the day? Oh, and yeah. You put the uh, cans. The things on the side. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sack through the straw. I think that I have to do four emails this week because I couldn't make up my mind. All right, so bang out two of them. All right, so uh, this is Eric writing with the subject line, low-hanging fruit through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Gentlemen, I'll admit I was a little disappointed that all it took to win the amazing prize package last week was yet another email making fun of the way Dave talks. Albeit a well-crafted one. I understand that between that and the douchery pipe smoker guy, you had no choice. Hmm. But... Are we really going to limit ourselves to picking the low-hanging fruit? I could just make a fat joke about Barry, but he's lost like 100 pounds, and we're proud of him. Uh, And his cringy sixth-grade sense of humor makes us laugh, even if that's accompanied by a sense of shame and self-loathing. So this is what I like, that the guy says, I could be making fun of you guys, and then he does. I'm not yeah. going to do it. But I'm not going to do that. You can see why I had to add him to the yeah, list. Yeah. I thought about making a remark about Maduro Dave, but if I had to deal with an incompetent staff, people using terms like gar and stick all the time, and the stress of repressing all of those old-school Boston Mafia secrets, I'd have a short fuse, too. Then there's the obligatory tying of the ribbon, light in the loafer's remark for Jonathan, but Barry has that department covered, and none of us would pass up the opportunity to dance with Mr. J if we thought no one was looking, you know, just to see what it was like. Which brings us to Ed. All anyone can think to burn Ed with is that he's old, but we all know Dave is older, and Ed seems like such a nice, mellow guy. You don't really know him. I am very nice. He came over and helped me today. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why else would he stick around all this nonsense for so long? <laughs> it's not like he needs the money. No, with all this COVID anger going around, I think it's time to get the low-hanging fruit, uh, f- let the low-hanging fruit fall untouched. After all, we've been listening he for 11 years. <laughs> you must be doing something S- right. Speaking of touching it all over, Ted Hughes <laughs> wants to know if you read... Cigar journal and then put it back on the shelf to sell. No, none no. of your goddamn. I have a business. collection. I have every single he issue, does. 
and I have it with the pictures of the person on there, and I've got a few of them signed when the guy's in the office, but 90% of the time, the guy on the cover's in the office, he leaves, and the next day I go, oh, I forgot again. <laughs> and some of them have passed, hmm. and they were there, and I had the issue, and I just totally forget, but I have them all. Following message was also submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com with respect to Barry's rant. What's this guy's name? This is Steven. Yep. I often write in, and hopefully with some comic effect, but today I'm profoundly serious. Mm-hmm. Last week on the after show, Barry described a rude encounter with a customer. When asked if the customer could have been a listener to the show, he said no because he was 70 years old. Mm-hmm. I winced when he said that. He doesn't think that a 70 year old's that 70-year-olds can use an iPhone. Barry, how old is the guy running your soundboard? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, 59. Yeah, then a, he's in his 50s. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's 59. He's knocking on 60s He's door. in his 50s, and they got him in his 70s. Um, I went to help an old guy with technology today. Well, he is older than you. Yeah. Uh, then a few sentences your later. sounds old. Maybe. Well, you all say I'm old. It's true. I don't. No. I'm older than you. Yeah. I do. <laughs> uh, then a few old, sentences later, he complained that old people can't check out of a grocery store without holding up the line. Hmm. I happen to shop in a college town, and what he describes often happens with groups of college kids, not the seniors. This was a blatant display of ageism and should not be tolerated. I think Barry owes some apologies. To show that I'm not one to hold a grudge, I do have a helpful hint for Barry. If you think a customer might get loud or rude with you, quickly state, please remain calm, before he has a chance to spool up. Then keep repeating that phrase every time he tries to make a point. I think that you will keep make your conversation more civil. Still a fan, Stephen. Hey, Barry. So- hey, remain calm here, but do you remember the TV show Dinosaurs? Yeah. You know, not the mama. There was an episode when a person mm. reached a certain age, you pushed them off a cliff. I subscribe to that. You reach a certain age, I want to push you off a cliff. There's your ageism, but please remain calm. Barry, some old guy is pissed at you. (laughs) I wonder how old that guy is, Steve. Is he 70? He must be old. He's mad. Yeah. I think he just doesn't like the ageism. Like, I don't like the sexism. Women should be able to have more than one husband. Yeah. Barry was complaining before the show about (laughs) some customers this week was a crazy thing, but... Try that remain calm thing. Yeah. See what happens and report back next You've got to interrupt them when they <laughs> yeah. start really spooling up, as he says. Sir, sir, remain <laughs> calm. Remain calm. I understand. Talk to Please a remain calm. A box of cigars. <laughs> remain calm. Like the the exits on. are rotated off yes. the wing. <laughs> All right. It's time for the matchup of the week, brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Have long nose hair versus long ear hair. Ear oh. hair. You absolutely have to go with long ear hair. You just grow a beard and no one will see it. You can do the I same give hair. you exhibit A. Hair. You can do the same with I give nose. you exhibit B. So you want long ear hair? As opposed ear to nose hair. hair. Yeah, you can't hide that shit no. in your mustache. I'll shave either one when they get too long. So it you doesn't matter. But I'll, take, I'll take the ear hair. Leave it on. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, grow sideburns. Yeah, I couldn't stand the nose. No, and it just seems more disgusting somehow. I, I think you got to go with the long ear hair. And as you get older, uh, Ed, um, 
hair grows all the places it's you don't not want it to, to. Yeah? yeah okay i'm just checking with an elderly person <laughs> who happens to be younger than me i uh, uh just I, to check on that i'm a, i'm a nose hair plucker i just get right in there with the tweezers and just start uh. yanking nobody needs to hear this <laughs> no well, I don't do Sorry that to my ears because I can't see them in the mirror. So I just, whatever's happening yeah, in my ears. Yeah, once it starts whistling, I know it's time to go in there and start. Yeah, you got to do a little manscaping. So now we are smoking the David. Now the David and the Goliath, same exact thing. It's just size. Yeah, the tabernacle. Same, all of them same are the same, same different size. Uh, it's, it, the band is different on this. It, yes. It's very elaborate and high-end looking. Biblical. You don't want a pistachio, and, and not, the, not the, the pink ones, the regular... White shelled pistachios. There, there are no more reds. They, they stop using it. Whatever. But I miss it because my fingers would turn red. And <laughs> you know the regular ones. So you eat the pistachio, the and at the end, you're out of pistachios, but you have the little flag that sticks up on yes. the shell. Yes. And you go and you eat back and you eat those last. This tastes like the flag on the pistachio. You know what you could do, Dave? Is eat some Cheetos first. It's you know the spicy ones. Yeah, your fingers will turn all red, <laughs> yeah. and then you can have pistachios. Those, those. Yeah, before the diet, fire, I wasn't allowed to eat Cheeto, Cheetos. Fire. My wife hated the orange yeah. fingers. Fire. What are they? They use it on everything now. Yeah, Frito sriracha. Way. No. Now he's going to look that up. Fire. You guys started having a conversation. I made the mistake of listening to Barry for a second. I feel like an hour went by. <laughs> All right. What do you think of uh, flavor notes on here? Pistachio, the little... The little flag on the pistachio. Yeah, which is the, the skin of the pistachio. It's a, I think it's like the hinge. Yeah. Getting a little blueberry. There's a very subtle blueberry oh. sweetness. Flaming hot. Flaming hot. Yeah. Now I feel better. Not the cigar. No. No. The, the uh, Cheeto Flaming Hots. That's right. There is a little sweetness, Barrett's. I could give you the pistachio flag. This is spicy. Dipped in blueberry juice. I got a lot of spice. Yeah. You feeling all right? So I'm going to go to the spice side of it. a couple of uh, pat on the backs. Is, is that on the on the wheel? On the blueberry? Wheel? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's right by Cherry. And uh, pistachio is right here, and I'm just going to write it's in. It's not quite wasabi. It's not wasabi no. type of. I'm going to write flag under pistachio because we should have put that. Could you say mustard? You no. could say it, but you'd be wrong. Yeah. Be yeah. Way off. The problem, so this is the problem. You got to smoke the cigar, and you got to try to identify as close to getting Something. your, whether you're at plant, spice, right. earth, miscellaneous, fruit, nuts. At that point, you start narrowing it down without looking at the wheel first. You have to look at the wheel. Be, no, if you look at the really? wheel, you're going to taste every single thing on there. If I really put my mind to it, I could go turmeric and dill pickle. But no, it's not can't. really turmeric and dill pickle. There's some dill pickle. I, learned, See? I still have the I st <laughs> because I still have I still have the vinegar component of the mustard. Yeah, I'm not getting that. No. I like the blueberry. See now. Well, Hold on. You guys are smoking a different size than we are. It's true. We're yes. smoking the, da the David. Do I have vinegar component? What I think you're picking up on is turmeric, which mm. is the other flavor in mustard. Maybe. And that has an inherent sweetness to it. This, and it, this is the opposite of the first cigar we smoked. This is all in the nose. Oh, this is a lot of all the hair right up for the, right up for the all front. All in the nose. The other one was all in the strength. 
This is all in the nose. Not that it's a strong cigar, but in the nose, it's very strong. And the retrohale is extremely smooth. Mm. It almost has a, a creaminess to it. So this is medium. This is a five, where the other one was an eight or nine. Yep. But aromatically and flavor-wise, it's a bomb. This is mm-hmm. a lot going on. But not in strength. Not in strength. Okay, so we, we get that a little kind of good, right? All right. Um, let's go to break. And um, when we come back, I want to know uh, what stadium should be next year's United Cigar Stadium where this year's may or may not ever see the light of day. We're seeing what's going on with that. And um, if we were to pay homage, United Cigars paying homage to a stadium, which is the idea of the series, what should that be? <coughs> and uh, we have two more in the uh, mailbags. And uh, if we can squeeze it in, we get a classic three-way to get to. That and more when we get back. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. 
that Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Hi, this is Nestor Miranda from Miami Cigar, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. Yes, you are. We are back, and we are smoking David and Goliath. This is the Tabernacle by Nick Melillo, who is also making this year's firecracker coming out as the Wise Man Maduro firecracker that's due out late June for the 4th of July. And... Um, as far as the wise man compared to the tabernacle, tabernacle a little more beefy? It's definitely beefier, yeah. stronger, a little bit leathery, more leathery than the sweetness of the wise man Maduro. Wow, so that would have been interesting. If he want, He's looking for a cigar to be powerful. You'd think he'd go with the tabernacle, but he went with the wise man. Interesting. Well, well you know, probably because of broadleaf shortage, mm. he probably didn't have the materials. Yep. Yep. Now, as far as a uh, a cigar goes to do, because we're going to talk about stadiums next. Yeah. If you had a giant razor that flipped open on a hinge, and you had your cigars inside, and then you push a button and it closes, you could call it the Gillette. Hmm. Oh, because it's a razor and you're paying homage huh? to the... Is Gillette Stadium has to do with... Gillette Razors? Yeah. Yeah? It's the best a man can so, get. So what's the stadium of um, Kraft? Kraft owns the team, but it's Gillette Stadium. Oh, all right. It has nothing to do with Kraft Foods. Uh, does he have anything? No. no? no. Okay. Um, Casey Carter says, next year, make a cigar that is way too expensive, overly hyped, and tastes like shit. Then call it Yankee Stadium. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a barber pole, you could do a pinstripe cigar. <laughs> pinstripe, but pinstripe. That was very good. <laughs> I don't even follow football, and I think that's funny. <laughs> pinstripe barber pole. That's that's actually good. Um, and that would be Yankees, right? Yeah. Because they do the pinstriping thing. I'm going to tell Oliver all these. Uh, hey, you you, got a, you uh, could do one called the Garden, and you can have it uh, have a parquet floor look to it. You know, a really artisan cigar. Do they still use the parquet? I don't know if they do, but to me, it's so synonymous right. with Boston. I'm more of a butter guy than I am parquet. <laughs> okay. You get the Belfair. Uh, all right, thanks. Wow. I get it. It you, was a food you, thing. <laughs> you could do the Speedway and have uh, a Series Unitas with, like, Romacraft with a, a Crow Magnet, a very leathery cigar. You know, the tires 
uh, uh, and a speedway. Mm. Box of 500 for Minneapolis <laughs> 500. <laughs> What's the most We're somebody need a ever, boat. ever put inside a, a box of cigars? Maybe 150, 100? I, I think 100 is the most I've seen. Mm. Who did? Um, like it's, Edge. Edge. Those are 50s or 100s? I think hundreds. they're 100s. 100? Yep. Yeah. Wow. It's a lot. 100. It's too much. 500 would be massive, right? <laughs> the Indianapolis 500. Yeah, I mean, there's been some that are special humidors that have some of everything someone makes. Now, if but you're gonna it's do still not that if much. If you're going to do this 500. This is so cool looking. Yeah. What, a, what a shame. you got to do, you got to pay homage to Jaws and do the, we're going to need a bigger boat bit. And have that have the 500 cigars I supposedly in it. said at the end of the, la- the last thing, I said, paid homage. Which is correct. They said it was wrong. He said it was wrong. Tomato, tomato. It's homage. Homage, it's homage. Freaking homage. Doesn't matter. That's how I feel about yeah. you. Get what I'm saying. I'm we've got, we've yeah. got Newton, by the way. Newton and Kibathi. Yes. Two of our warriors from last night. They obviously slept in. We African didn't have that diaspora luxury. Diaspora Connects podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and... and I want to have them on. Yeah. And I want to talk about coming to America too. <laughs> they they have come they have come to America. Yeah. Right. And I asked them, of course, the first time I met them, hey, would you think of coming to America? Because <laughs> you're just a run of the mill racist who just well, asked why, stuff why like that. that? Racist. <laughs> I want to know if you know if you end up saying, Hey, the Godfather, is that how your family Thing, of course not. That blah, would be blah, blah, blah. racist as well. That is not. It's, it's racially ask, insensitive. And in what's right and wrong about it, and that's what I want to know um, of coming to What's America. great about you is that you you really are not racist, and you ask dumb things with it's, the best it's intentions. It's interesting to me. It's, it's interesting. cringeworthy. <laughs> We're doing it. So that's it. We're, we're doing it. And uh, you'll get to meet him and... Uh, Great guys, and uh, last night you did a scotch, scotch and cigar, and cigar tasting, pairing. Yep, pairing with them. Um, uh, they're t- all for- tasting implies limited quantities. It sounded like more than a tasting. I tapped uh, out at three, uh, and they kept going. It was, I heard it went it to was, five. It was three little one ounce pours. It wasn't. It was it, more it, than three. It, well, it we start, It started with three. It right. ended up at five, but it, it, they were little pours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Jonathan was not in good shape this morning across the board. Yeah, I did three quarters of a bottle of 111-proof bourbon last night. So, <laughs> Well, one of these, whatever number three was. You like two. I like two, but one of them was way too strong, number three. Number three was cask strength yeah it was brutal yeah, it was brutal mm. brutal to me and that's that was it i tap out that's what happens to me with cigars so this is interesting to something too strong for people listening um and newton you might have to help me with the name of the scotch the first scotch we had um was cask strength and it was very uh strong in flavor but sweet it, it smelled and tasted a little Light bit like apple color. juice right and then green apple we were saying right that was uh, the third scotch. But the first scotch was more like regular apple juice. But then you put a, uh, just a cap of water in, and it went peppery. So the yes, cigar that we that. paired with it was the Bandolero Travioso, which has a sweet component to it, and it has a spicy component, Peruvian and Nicaraguan tobacco. So at first, all you could taste was the Nicaraguan tobacco because of the sweetness of the scotch. You put the cap of water in, it went peppery, the Nicaraguan disappeared, and all you could taste was the Peruvian. 
it was the most unbelievable pairing. Really that was the best of the, the two things together, the cigar and the scotch, and watching the change of both. That was phenomenal. Yeah. It's amazing what a cap of water ends up change, doing to a scotch. And that one was the most dramatic change I've ever seen. And I watched all of them doing. They know their stuff of doing it. First, we try it the way it is. Then you change it. Right. Change it up. Um, and calms it down a bit anyway, even though it's only a little cap of water, right. but calms it down. So, cool. Cool. All right. Uh, the after show. What are we talking about the after show? We got an The after email. show is, uh, where, where is the line between sharing cigars with your friends and having mooches on your hands. Yeah, that'll be on Wednesday's show. Uh, we'll catch to that. But right now, it's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. And that's brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Would you do this? And if so, for how, how much? much? I lost my paperwork here. Oh. Here we go. There it is. Here it is. Would you eat a one... Carolina Reaper pepper in one sitting for one thousand dollars. How big is that? They're they're little, right? I think so. They're little, but and 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 you're not saying anything about a time that you just have to at a sitting. Yes. You sit down, you eat it. I think over the course of an hour, I could pull that off, and that is a thousand dollars an hour, not counting the bathroom break the next day. And the subsequent burn on the exit, <laughs> which I think I would do for the first time a Pepto-Bismol enema. And I think I could wipe that out. I, I think I'm in. I watched a guy eat one on, on YouTube or something like that, a guy that does this stuff. It's not good. Foamed at the mouth, all kinds of stuff was going it's a, on. It's a G-note, though. I'm, I'm looking to buy a house that's like one three hundredth of a house. <laughs> I could go for the cash. Yeah. Barry, you doing it? I'm out. I like mm. spicy, but not that spicy. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Carolina Reaper. These people that do this stuff, it's it's madness. And they do it for nothing. They put do it on. They have, so you do it for 500 No. No, no, no. No, it's going to be a G-note. I'm not willing to watch you get sick for a G-note. You probably have to take a couple days off after that. So that's not happening. But we have email number three. Uh, We're doing four of them, right? following message was submitted through the contact us page of the Cigar Authority, and this is the Cigar Authority Prayer. Hmm. Our Cigar Sherpa. What's which his name? Art in New England. Art. No. <laughs> is that his name? His name is Jamie. Jamie. Stop interrupting the read. It's a poem. I, uh, I have to get through the poem. You can ask who his name is well, after. Because I'm keeping track of what But you can ask after. You don't have to interrupt. Well, you can always, seeing I do it every time. Be prepared for the question that's going to be asked, which is, this is brought to you by Jamie. Our Cigar Sherpa, which art in New England, subscribe to thy podcast. Thy pandemic come. Thy will be done in Nashua, as it is in Salem. <laughs> that's good. Give us this cigar. Don't say Yardgar. And forgive us our mispronunciations, as we forgive those that dance with men. <laughs> And lead us not into mischievousness, but deliver us from Old Fart Freddy. For thine is the Barry, the meatball, and the care package forever and ever. Amen. That's awesome. That's awesome. I like it. That's, that one's going to be hard to beat. And, and you listen, got somebody better than that? Here's, here's, here's what I say after I read it. And that was Jamie. See? No, it should be. And these are the words of Jamie. 
like it would be of Jesus, you know, you say it like that. That's called blasphemy, and you go to hell for that shit. He just did the Our Father prayer as the Cigar Authority. We might have to put that somewhere. That was really good. It's real good. So, and for you to have this last one, no, you think we, this one's no, better? No, here's what happened. I think uh, that's uh, that's the one that gets my vote, I think. But the I, I got my paperwork shuffled around. Things got out of order. Mm. You know what that's like. It just happened to you. Yeah, but you have one thing to do on this whole show. <laughs> The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Nicholas There writes, we go. Look at that, how that happens. Hey, guys. So I'm wondering if there's any way to treat cigars as a long-term financial investment. People are buying bourbon bottles and selling them immediately on the secondary market for profit or holding them long-term. Of course, wine has always been an investment tool. But now we have people selling sneakers, old Barbie dolls, sports cards, are digital fire. Is there currently value, either long-term or short-term, 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 in holding cigars? If not, do you see it happening in the future? Maybe it would be selling individual sticks or having old cigar dinners like they do with old wine or maybe another way. Give me the roadmap on how to do it. I'd be willing to use my last $23 to buy 49% of the Ashholds podcast if you tell me that's the way to go. <laughs> Being poor really sucks. Please don't tell me I managed to pick the one hobby where there's no money that could be made. Love you guys. Love the show. Nicholas from Providence, Rhode Island. There has been. You know Yeah, you got to buy something rare, hold on to it, and then put it up in auction. I mean, look at the auction that happens in England. Uh, with, you know, what was it? It was the Cuban cigar you were looking for. It yeah. sold for, what, over $100,000 yeah, or something yeah. like that? Yeah. The key is finding something extremely rare. Yeah, or that you can't... It become becomes rare um, that you know it's a one and done type of project or a, a discontinued brand or something for whatever reason. Take a Davidoff when Davidoff used to be made in Cuba, big money for those cigars. You take a limited release that came out, Potagus One Fifty, Potagus One Sixty. They came out; those were worth a lot of money. Uh, still to to this day, the real answer, Nicholas, is no. There's no way you're going to make money in cigars because there's no so, way to predict what yes. is going to be huge uh, ten years from now. I don't know about that. So you take the original firecrackers that came out; people would pay big money. I'd I'd buy them back if I could ever get originals because I have none left. Yeah, but would you pay ten times the price? Twenty times? How high would you go? Well, that's the problem because there you are as a financial guy. How many years, you know, so... It's an investment we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it becomes an investment. And it's then, not a safe investment. There is no safe safe investment. It's nowhere near safe. And what's safe? The, the, the house you're going to buy? You think that's a safe investment? The, buying a house is safer than buying cigars as your long-term retirement strategy. It's worked out <laughs> great for me. It, I it, buy cigars and I flip them every day. <laughs> I've been doing it for 36 the, years. The they always go up in value every single time. I've never had one go down in value. The challenge is like an IPO challenge, right? The stuff that's likely to appreciate a lot is some of the limited edition Cuba stuff. Just like an IPO, it's hard to get it yep. to start with. Take anything from a change of packaging. Would you buy a box of Atabay in the jars right now? Because you can't get them. Maybe not yet, maybe a year, two years from now or something, if somebody ended up having that, because now they come in boxes. Same cigar. The packaging is different. It changed. 
wow, I wish I had saved one yeah, of those. Yeah, that's a, that's a great what if, but this is not, and he, I know he's, he's saying this tongue in cheek because he wants to buy 49% of the assholes for $23, but uh, no, it's not, I don't think it's a the, safe long-term the play. The assholes is appreciated. I think it'd be 50 yeah. I don't now, think hey, the Green Monster came out. It was only 250 boxes. Of each size. Of each size. That's something in 10 years that could have fetched a little something. Not a lot. Now, mm-hmm. how about this, ta- this Tabernacle? This is the five-year anniversary. This is a regular production it cigar. Is? So limited numbers, but it's regular production. Wasn't there a five-year anniversary? They did an El Wawense special humidor um, that was a limited edition. But not the cigars within it. Uh, might have been a special size for the humidor. So the, it ends up his 20-year anniversary, and you have the five-year anniversary edition of something or somebody that you see that's going to evolve. Um, yeah, you might be able to put it on Facebook or, and reach out to people. Somebody might pay you double what you paid for it if you're willing to sit on on it for 15 years. See, so, I knew I should have saved. It for, uh, I should have moved that email and made that an after show because this is it's a, a whole a, show. A, it's a whole it's topic. A whole and you know what? It could become a show in the future. We, we say, what should you, if you were going to invest, what's out there on the shelves today that you'd grab a box of and put aside? Because I do it myself. Mm-hmm. I do it. I grab something. And you I put don't it a, buy cigars. Not to, to make money. Correct. But you, then they become valuable. And I say, hey, have one of these. And you go, you, first I met Barry. I open up my humidor and I'm showing him some stuff. And I said, here, try this. And you go, I'm not fucking taking that. You've got to be kidding me. You know what that's worth? <laughs> it's worth a cigar because I'm not going to sell it. So it's only worth to give somebody. But yes, I understand I could get those cigars and sell them. And then does Barry keep showing up hoping you'll give no, him more? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. All right. We'll, so he's we'll, not a moocher. We'll talk about we'll talk. that in the after show. That'll be the after uh, show. But that's a good, that's a good email also. Good. So I understand why you put uh, four of them in there. And we'll save that for another show. All right. At I least will. an after show, maybe. Or mm-hmm. a whole show. We could do a whole show on that. Because there's stuff out there. You want to invest in cigars. You know, what do you what do you grab and put aside? We know Barry ends up smoking every one of the cigars, but you should have held on to a dozen boxes of kilo. I should have, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. I have a and box and four cigars. What left. are they worth to you? You pay would you would pay double priceless to me. Right, right. So these different things and, and uh there's a whole bunch of things I came out with. What would I pay for a box of any Cubans? Right? <laughs> There was an inexpensive cigar I had, but I would buy that box back if I could end up getting that cigar again uh, because it means something to me. you got to find the guy that it means something to. Mm-hmm. You see these um, cigars that Winston Churchill owned, that other people owned, and things like that. Right. One of his humidors just got sold, I think. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say you quit your day job and start investing no. into, into cigars like people do in real estate. But but uh, if you have just $23 left, really spend it wisely. Um it's got, and it's got to be a seal, we, sealed boxes. It's not a single cigar. Mm-hmm. Are we uh, are we unanimous on uh, Jamie with the Cigar Authority I prayer? Am. I am. Yeah, I am. The prayer? All right. Okay. You're so, not loving uh, it? I thought it was very I, creative. I'm not into that religion stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's going to be my new religion right there. I think we get that. Well, and we, we put that up on the website. The leprous hand in the uh, YouTube chat room is not happy because he said, oh, my God, fuck poems. Really? Yeah. It's not a poem. It's a prayer. Uh, so, Jamie, just uh, reach out to me. And uh, I did have one problem with someone's email this week. They misspelled their email. So when I replied, it uh, it bounced back on me. How do they misspell an email if 
when they sent it. No, I have it here. It was Eric with the low-hanging fruit. He sent, uh, it was at hottail.com, and it's really <laughs> supposed to be hotmail.com. That's probably why it bounced. Freudian slip okay. there. He doesn't, he doesn't win anyways, but Jamie just. Uh, maybe he was coming on to you. Maybe. He thought you were hottail. That's mm-hmm. quite possible. Yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. So, okay. uh, Jamie, just re- uh, respond back uh, to me with your address, and we'll send you out that prize. That was nice. That was good. People doing lots of work to figure that out. And, I, and if you got any ideas for the um, series for um, stadium United, series. the stadium series, uh, email those to us, and uh, I'm going to pass them all on to Oliver, and he has to gear up and get something mm-hmm. going very shortly. So that being said, it's time for the Classic 3-Way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Eddie, you still our champion? No. no I believe it's Barry. Yeah, I won last week. You won. Barry, that's right. You come on at the end. Uh, okay, Barry, we'll start with you. Today, I have five questions and two tiebreakers, mm. if needed. I got a feeling I might need them. <laughs> Jonathan shakes his head no matter what. If I said I have seven things. It's to- so stupid. Just make one tiebreaker at the end. Just one. And e- then do the do each, the, the each, bit. Each time you say that, then it ends up being a tie, and we need the other tiebreaker. Let's see if that's exactly Sometimes what you have no tiebreakers, Sometimes. Though. It's how, how am I feeling based on the question I'm asking? I put some effort into it. Unlike what you do, I put effort and thought into this thing. Like you end up with four, and, four questions. And he resents your effort. Yes, he does. He oh. does. Because that's how it is in, in the real world, too. If somebody's working too hard, it makes yeah. them look bad, yep. so they get mad at it. So have mercy on him. Say a prayer. Say, say the Cigar Authority prayer for Mr. Jonathan tonight, everybody. Barry, yes. Barack Obama became the first president to visit Cuba since 1928, arriving for a three-day tour today. What year was that? Uh, 2010. 2010, he says. What do you say? I, I was going 2012. I have 2010 written down. Could I possibly be wrong? I have 2016. Yeah, correct. It's, po- it's possible. Yeah. It is possible that you're wrong, but no, it is also we, possible it was in 2016. No, 2016 was Trump was president already. Trump was sworn in. It was 2016. Yeah. So, so I get a point. You get a point at 2010. No, no I, 2012. Okay. I knew it was later well, in no, his presidency. And I have the answer down, but you guys were so far off. I'm like, how can you? It wasn't that long ago. Mm. Yeah, but it was 2016, so it'll go to Ed Sullivan gets the point on that, and he gets the next question. Fred McFeely Rogers, also known as Mr. Rogers, was an American television host, author, producer. He was the creator, showrunner, and host of the preschool television series Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. He was born today. 
Was he? He was. What year? Oh, God. See the movie? No. Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, Good movie. 1927. 27, he says. 1939. 39. I got 38. 38. Somebody was one point off, and it wasn't over. It was under Ed Sullivan. Damn it. 1928. All right. He said 27. Good Big one. Big fan. Big fan. It's a runaway. Maybe I didn't need the extra two tiebreakers if he runs away with this. Try to tell you. Mr. Jonathan. American fast food restaurant chain KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, was founded by Colonel Harlan Sanders in North Coburn, Kentucky, today. What year? 1951. 54. I had 48. Everybody is way over. 1930. Wow. 1930. And over to Barry Stein. Baron William Trump, the son of the former President Donald Trump, was born today. 2000, Baron. 2005. 2005. I also had 2005. Like in 1999. 1999. 2005 will win it. It was 2006. Mm. So a point to both Barry and... To Ed Sullivan at three, Barry at one, Mr. Jonathan at zero. So I, I didn't need a tie break of him, but Barry could get two points on mm-hmm. this, and we have a tie. Thank God we have tiebreakers. <laughs> we don't know if we're going to need tiebreakers. Ed Sullivan, American country singer Kenny Rogers, whose numerous hits included Lady and the Gambler, died at age 81 today. What year? Kenny Rogers died. Oh, what year did what he year, die? What year did he die? That's the show. What year? Um, also charted with, just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. Was that him? Man. That was him. Really? Well, it wasn't that long ago, but time passes fast. I don't know, 2018? 2018, he says. I'm going to say 1999. 1999. 2012. Shut up, Newton. <laughs> 2012. <laughs> it was 2020. It was last year. Wow. So, 2012. So, I get that. You do get that point, and we're done. We have four for Ed Sullivan, one for Barry. Mr. Jonathan gets nothing. Uh, we had... Uh, Keep rubbing it in. <laughs> <laughs> we had Spike Lee was born today, and we had... Uh, 41 55. on Spike Lee. Spike Lee was 57. Huh, got it. And, See, uh, he should have been part of the regular things. I would have been on the board. John Lennon married Yoko Ono today. What year was that? The year that uh, she broke up the Beatles. Was that 71? 69. Giggity. <laughs> uh, that is that. Okay, where's my notes here? What do I got going on here? Um, what do we think here? Final thoughts and flavor note on the tabernacle, David or Goliath? It's a biblical cigar. It's a biblical cigar, and we have a... They should uh, have a prayer. We have a prayer for that, which is perfect today. I, I think it has a lot of sweetness to it. Should you read the, read the prayer one more time? Read the prayer one more time. We have one minute. Say it nice. Our Cigar Sherpa, which art in New England, subscribe to thy podcast. Thy pandemic come, thy will be done, in Nashua as it is in Salem. Give us this cigar... Don't say Yardgar, and forgive us our mispronunciations, as we forgive those that dance with men. And lead us not into mischievousness, but deliver us from Old Fart Freddy, for thine is the Barry, the meatball, and the care package forever and ever.
Amen. It's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> it's even better the second time. Even better the second Did time. Did he call me a meatball? <laughs> <laughs> it does read like that. For thine is the Barry the meatball. <laughs> so. Big cold words. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is it for the show. Next week, it all began in 2010. Mr. Jonathan and I sat down for the first time and began the Cigar Authority. Next week, we celebrate 11 full years of the show and see uh, what we've been doing and the plans ahead. We'll get into all that and lots more. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And uh, it's quite possible you learned something this week. So that makes you the Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.